what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings, a pro wrestling podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. What's going on, Meals? I'm cool. I'm chilling. Um, recovering from twisting the shit out of my ankle last week. So pretty. <laughs> I just rolled my ankle, <laughs> but it's fine now. I think it's fine now. But I couldn't walk for like a day after that. Like literally, could not move and walk and all these other things. Um, yeah, I mean, so you know what? Don't roll your ankle because it's terrible, especially as an adult. Like just walking off the sidewalk, rolled it, rolled it badly too. And then I walked for like another mile after that. And they call me old. What do you mean? Roll your ankle. Anybody can roll your ankle. You could roll your ankle. I don't know. You drive everywhere, so I don't even know. Well, I, I feel so like you I roll felt- your ankle getting out the car. I don't know. Whatever. I feel wild. Wow, that was hate. I feel getting like- out the BM the bim, the bimmer. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I I actually feel like I've had a pinched nerve all weekend. And oh, you, okay. Today. I when I would have this feeling of like I have people call it like a crick in your neck that's like a country way of saying it but like I it's felt like I've had that country way <laughs> super country my neck but um like I'm pretty sure people who are like whatever 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 you know what I'm saying if you if you if you country you know what I'm talking about um but it felt like it, it started to like a pinch nerve and usually back in the day it would heal in like a couple minutes right like I I've had this pain in my fucking like up my spine for the past three, four days, and it has not gone away. Well, it's it's starting to go away, but it's like, bro, it's 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 chaotic. In my in my body is chaotic right now. Are you willing to let it subside? Are you like a, usually a I'm going to the doctor type of person first, or you just kind of try to see if you can get it, like let it subside and I let it, it slide. I let it subside because the pain wasn't at like a like a seven like it was the other day. Like I literally was just like had to tell my wife like I need you to like grab the groceries on Sunday because I I just couldn't. You know what I mean? Like I was Damn. I was hurting. Yeah. Damn. This is my thing. I don't look old, but I'm getting old. <laughs> yes, you don't look old, but you are getting old. That is accurate for sure. Uh. <laughs> Listen, no, I mean, it, it's, these are things that happen. With, why are we talking about this? Why are we started off the podcast like this? We're young, we're viral, we're amazing, we're podcasting hosts, and we're here to bring you the best things in professional wrestling this week, you know, with our young, hip, new, um, fresh, fat uh, delivery and awesome, what do they say when they, um, uh, when they, when they describe things like humor, uh, Fuck, I forgot what the word is. I don't know what you're doing here. I mean, I don't think we're following each other anyway on this podcast, but we'll find each other on the way there. Um, (laughs) I'm just just letting you know. I think we're both, obviously, we're both busy doing things, and we're doing this um, in the middle of all this. So, like, I'm doing something. I'm sure you're doing something. Um, I'm always doing something. You already know I'm in Discord right now. (laughs) I'm... And I'm currently doing some work stuff, so it is what it is. But you know what? Speaking of work stuff, last week we sent out the APB on office hours. And we asked people, hey, do you have anything that's like currently troubling you at your employer? Maybe there's someone you want to fight that you can't really fight. 
And we won't maybe reveal there's something. <laughs> no, no, please don't. I mean, one of them reveals employer, but you know, I, I don't think you'd be surprised that said employer and anything that's going on. Um, Is it Cyrus? <laughs> no, actually, I don't even know if Cyrus submitted anything. Terrible, okay. terrible Cyrus. Nonetheless, um, we got some responses. Actually, let me close that so we're not accepting responses anymore for our office hours. Um, are you ready to pause from your day of working to also attend to other people's questions on working? And some of these are actually like good like questions that possibly more than one person can get a some good uh knowledge from are you are you yeah, ready I'm, sir i'm willing to go uh from an hour and 30 minute meeting to a meet uh, a meeting about meetings <laughs> hey man here we are i mean tis the work day you know what i'm saying so we're doing off we need a sound we need a thing for office hours man we need like a little not a flex bomb but <laughs> you work that out you got the you got the roadcaster Record that and then let me find a jingle. Let me find it. a jingle. Let me find a jingle. Find a jingle. Yeah, find uh, a jingle. Listen. But listen. I typed in jingles well, leak. <laughs> and uh hold on, hold on. Let, let's play this one. Let me see. Oh wait. I thought this thing wasn't gonna have words. <laughs> All right. Well No, I didn't hear that, but <laughs> Okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let's get to the first one, okay? All right, go ahead. First one is obviously from our pal DMV fan. Um, What's up, DMV? He says, looking for interview advice. How do you prepare for one, and how do you account for the questions that might throw you for a loop when asked? That's a good question. That's actually a really good I feel question. Like you, I feel like you're really good at this, by the way. I'm great at interviews. <laughs> I'm great at interviews. I'm gonna let you have the floor. I'm gonna let you have the floor. I have stuff, but like I'm gonna let you have the floor. You're in your element here. So I, th- I think the key to a, to having a good interview, of course, is to be knowledgeable about what you're interviewing for and and what you're trying to to reach or get out of this out of this job. I think you should study. Um, you should study what that what that employer is and you know ask questions that are relevant to, to what it is like you know what were you guys's goals last year and and did you hit them what happens when you don't hit your goals what's your day-to-day what's the day-to-day work like there um asking those types of questions lets people see or, and realize like hey you really care about you know what i'm saying what's going here what's going on here and this is somebody that if we were to hire them they would be you know up to the same standards or trying to have the same standards that we do you know what i mean and, and you ask those questions to everybody you know, throughout the, the interview process, because now you got to talk to like 12 people before you even get there. Like an interview process meal is three months now. That's the, that's the minimum amount of time you, you do for, for an interview process. So not, I don't like that, but go on. So um, you, you really want to you, you want to interview them. You know what I mean? You're already selling yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you're selling yourself to them as a hard worker. They've already called you. The you know your foot's already in the door there. You know what I'm saying? So you'll you you talk about things that you've done. You talk about uh, things that you've accomplished and um, where you would like to grow and how you would like to grow within that company and where you'd like to go to. And and if that's possible, you ask them what the progression path is like there. What what what's the um, you know, is there any personal development opportunities there? You know what I mean? Like just just ask some questions that will have them on their toes and be like, yo, he's he's very you know he or she sorry i don't want to make it just um for men but like you know yeah, make it make it you know make it something where it's like yo this job is viable and i like and i would love to be here but you guys got to answer some stuff for me too but i would say in terms of like 
I don't want to say bullshit when I when when you know they ask questions that you're not prepared for, but you should always prepare yourself for, you know, what are some what are some things that you've done before that you failed at, and you know how did you deal with it? What was a, a huge campaign or thing that you've worked on, and how did you do it? How do you work well with others? Like so, a lot of this stuff, like sh- should it'll be common knowledge to you as you do more interviews. But those are like the common questions that I get that throw a lot of people through the loop. But I have like a script. I'm like, yo, I did this here, I did this here. And it was it did this many numbers, you know, what I'm saying if you got to type up a script for like, you know, selling yourself and, and making yourself seem like the greatest, then, then do that. Like I, I run off of a script of like, hey, I was I was a shit here because they're not going to go back and ask, you know, so they're going to be like, oh, shit, it's on his, it's on his resume. But um, interviewing really is, is, is a lot of, of it's really kind of like a dance, bro. Like it's, it's they're, they're trying to they're trying to figure you out. You're trying to figure them out, but don't let them kind of control the conversation. And that, that's what I'd say. So my big uh, advice for if you have an interview is <clears throat> this is probably the biggest. I'll say this because I have tons of things, but probably the biggest thing. Um, practice saying it out loud to yourself before you get there. And I say this because you practice saying it instead of thinking these things and then getting to the interview and completely stumbling over your words. Actually practice whether you're in the shower or by yourself or saying it like say it out loud to yourself, hey, my name is da-da-da-da-da, I do this, 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 that, and I've done this, I've done that, I've done that. It will help you with the flow of words way better than if you, like, thinking, overthinking of what you're going to say, and then when you actually try to say it, none of the stuff you were thinking of comes out. So practice that. I tend to practice that when I have interviews um, and questions that might throw you for a loop. Um <sighs> Good Lord, because the one thing you don't want to say is, I don't know. Um, even though it might be true, to be know. honest with you. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah, it might be true sometimes. But, like, realistically, we, like, try to, like, swing it back in your favor. You know what I'm saying? I haven't done this, but I have done this. I've done this, which is kind of similar to this, to be honest with you. I mean, they may think you're bullshitting. But, realistically, I think you're giving the best answer possible. And, uh, you know. Be real. They know, they know a lot of us are bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so the next one, shout out to DMV fans, shout out to you. Next one comes from um, JB Great. Shout out to you, Jay. Um, it says, how do you get out of a job that depends on you so much? Can I answer Easy. this? Yeah, go ahead. Can I answer this? Yeah, go ahead. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go. Yeah, go. Realistically, Leave. no job unless it is your personal business like unless it's your business that you started from the ground up uh no job you were realistically and i don't want to say this is be kind of demeaning you're not bigger than the job and things will continue things started before you and will continue after you realistically yeah, yeah they'll they don't need you bro you know what I'm saying? Like they, I, I I've don't say seen... they don't need you because they probably do need you. But realistically, like they can continue without you, and they will replace you at the end of the day. Hundred percent. They, you're you're right. Mills is right there. Like they they will replace you, and not think twice about it if you do something that they don't like. You know what I mean? And I think that's the that's the that's the eye opening thing there is that like it is very easy for them to to basically like be like oh fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I I get where this where the um I, I want to say like it's probably like a lot of empathy I th- and I think that's good to have especially in a job it's good to have empathy because you care you he probably cares about the people he works with you know what I mean like the job gets harder for them if he's gone 
But I think that that's more of a, um, I mean, that's more of a indictment to you to leave. Because if you leave there, their whole ship, you know, their whole operation blows up. You know what I'm saying? Think about it like that. If I leave here, they can't get the job done correctly. So they need me. So why, why won't I go somewhere else that might need me and pay me more? You know what I'm saying? So I absolutely feel like realistically, no job. If if a job is depending on you so much and you feel that from the job, I mean, if to be honest with you, do what's best for you. That's kind of like one of my thing at the end of the day. Like if you feel like you really want to leave this job, leave the job. At the end of the day, it's your life. You got to continue your life and uh, do the things that make you happy. But realistically, like no job will ever, unless it's a job that you started, no job will ever need you that that much. Or if it's like your dad's job and you're like, even it's if it's crazy. your dad's job. Yeah, yeah, It's crazy that we're saying this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, right, Mills? Like our parents would never be candid like that and say that. You know what I'm saying? No. They wouldn't like, our, stay, our, at the, stay at the fucking job. What's wrong with you? It's good money. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we, and that's the, that's the best part. And, and, and this, and this question goes into it. Like we have a choice, you know what I'm saying? Y'all have a choice. And you know, if it's not serving your mental health, get out of there, bro. You know what I mean? If it's not serving you anymore, get the hell out of there. So, uh, there's a, another question here from big Tim. Um, shout out to, uh, it says, I don't know if this is a thing across other companies, but my job has performance goals that every employee must hit. Mm-hmm. Now, I have no issue with completing the ones I signed for, but the incentive to complete these goals is a raise. Now, there is a bit of an issue with that, though. I've been a part of this company going on four years, and I've been in a new department the past seven months. The company has not given a company-wide raise in a decade and claimed they capped off salaries last year. It comes off like mandatory extra credit. So I guess my question will be, what do you do when your employer is demanding you to go beyond your means and complete something when the guaranteed incentive isn't even a guarantee? That's good. That's a that's a really good one. Um, I think that they a, a job will always have the carrot on the stick for you. Um, right. And I think that it's unfair it's that, that that carrot happens to be a raise. Right. Because at the end of the day. I don't know if this is I don't know if this is in other states. It's legal for them to at least have a compensation conversation with you every 12 months with your performance review, right? Right. So like they should be having this conversation with you without without that unless those unless those KPIs and performance goals are built in and baked into your performance review, I would have a conversation with them about that because it, it you know, it you have to get a raise. Like no one should be going for 2 to 3 years without a raise. You know what I'm saying? Like in a substantial one, three years at a job, you should be getting at least a substantial bonus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, th- I think that having that carrot on a stick is just like, it, it's kind of crazy. And then the moving him around in so many different departments is also crazy. But it also shows that, again, he has he has grace under fire. He's able to change, you know, change needs as need be. But at the end of the day, what are y'all what are y'all doing for him? You know what I mean? Again, like we have choices here. Like there's a lot of places he could go. But you guys are, are dangling this carrot. There's a you dangling this carrot in front of him like that. That's fucked up. I didn't know that. Um, usually when an employer <laughs> asks me to go beyond my means, um, I usually say <laughs> if I feel the push, I usually I'm the type of person in this situation who like I can only do what I can do, and I'm only going to do 
what my job requires me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, to ask me to go beyond my means is asking me to do things that require more, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, and it comes a situation where you have to have a conversation or you have to have a conversation about like what's actually expected of you and what you can and can actually do and just kind of be transparent with them. Mm -hmm. Um, In my experience with some employers, you get pushback from essentially like, we really need to make this happen. This is what you got to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, And from there, I start, to be honest, I start looking on LinkedIn and seeing what's going on (laughs) there. But um, I've been in that situation. A lot of these end with us going on LinkedIn and checking out what's up. (laughs) On the clock. (laughs) Um, But realistically, like, yeah, I'm... It, it, it that starts like becoming a very toxic environment and, and, it, and it can be very detrimental to your own mental health, especially when you have a lot of work and then you're too tired to do anything else and stuff like that. Da, 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 da. Like realistically, we can only do what we can do, but you can help me do with my, in this kind of position, uh, talk to my employer or like supervisor or something. It's like, tell me what you want prioritized and I'll handle that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically, I can't do everything that you're asking me to, especially stuff that's not within my realm of working. And, you know, depending on how they respond, you'll kind of know how they respond. You know your supervisor or manager or anything better than me. But, you know, depending on how you respond, it's how you move accordingly. Yeah. It's what I would it's what I would do. This is not actually like this is not actual advice. This is like what I would do in this situation. No, like, but good luck with that though. Like seriously, because I agree. It, it's tricky. That's tricky. Like, because if it's not, because if, if they're allowed to do that um, within your state, like I would check to see what your employment rights are. Like out here, they're, you're supposed to legally have a conversation about your compensation and your raises. And if that's not built in or baked in, then there's definitely, you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if Tim is union or whatever. Like there's definitely something there for him to be like, okay, then that's not right. I, I need to be getting compensated fairly. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, next one comes from (laughs) the name is bewildered Amazon dispatcher. Um, Amazon logistics is an absolute mess. I'm confused on how Amazon chooses weekly to monthly chargers things. Recently drivers are scored harder on customer feedback than actually delivering the packages, making sure packages are secured when delivered. We have lost multiple great drivers to suspension because Amazon puts more weight on the customer feedback than if they did their job correctly. It's frustrating and stressful, especially because we can't control the customers being honest or assholes. It's goofy AF. So that's not really a question, but Mm -hmm. still it's definitely like a concerning situation where it's like, I guess your job isn't really depending on how well you do your job, but more so with the feedback of others. Um, it's tough because they turn they turn like Amazon's turning their their roles into something where it's like it, it it's like debatable if you're doing a good job and I think that's more that's more ways for them to try and figure out like who we sh- who who we should pay or not you know what I'm saying and obviously I'm saying this with a Amazon show but uh, <laughs> I think that's kind of wrong worker workers wise I agree um, moving on to the next thing. Uh, this one is anonymous. It says, I work for a residential career training program through the DOL. I think that's Department of 
labor. There you go. Yeah, Department of Labor. Nice. I was going to say learning. Um, <laughs> through the Department of Labor. And I worked through two different campuses doing admissions and outreach. One campus that I'm not hired by has a manager who keeps thinking that he's my boss. I hate those people. He'll ask why certain prospects are taking so long or will give out bad info like he hasn't been here for 20 years and doesn't know how the process works. Like he doesn't know that background checks can take forever sometimes. He also takes on different projects on center to get the praise, but leaves everything in shambles. I've done outreach and will hear stories about how he's dropped the ball on potential new students. <laughs> Nigga, worry about the positions you need fill in your <laughs> department and not what I am doing. Um, hey, that's not a question either. He vent. I, <laughs> I respect it. He vent. Um, I respect it. Uh, yeah, I hate. Listen, I you work through two. You work through the Department of Labor. You're not my boss. Back up, gang. Like, that's yeah. I, I just hate like over, over, like overbearing people just in general, bro. Like, like overbearing. Like, I hate niggas that love their job so much that they got to do everybody's job. You ain't getting. Think, you ain't getting first in line for that. And I also think there's an issue with people who have been at a job for quite some time and um, really not adapting to kind of like how things work and also refusing to adapt to how things work. Because mm -hmm. if you know, if you've been here for 20 years and you, and you know how the process works, like why are you giving my guy a hard time? Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you know how to, you've been through the grind more than anything, but he probably, he, he's probably one of those people who hates when new people come in and act like they know everything. They think they don't know everything and he's just trying to do his job and blah, 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 blah. So, um, best of luck to you and my anonymous friend. Um, Good luck, bro. Or, or, or uh, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, person. Um <laughs> Antonio Salgado, our guy. All right, all right, what's up, man? What's going on, bro? He says, may or may not apply to me. You, you can't see who I'm looking at on because uh, I'm off camera. Um, are scheduled promotions a trap to get stuck doing two jobs at once for a set period of time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never experienced a scheduled promotion. Can, can you? All right, I'm actually going to say this out loud. Um, I've never been at a job where I've got a promotion. What? I've never got a promotion at any of my jobs ever. I've gotten more money, but I've never got a promotion. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense. It makes sense. I would have thought that where you were at, the only reason I'm shocked is because I haven't either, but like where I, the reason I'm shocked is because, um, where I was working, where you was working, I would think that you would have, but um, I haven't no. because most of the time I'm well, for one, I'm never at a job as long as I've been at the job I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've never been able to be up for one, but two, I, I, whenever I leave a job, I, I go up anyway, right? Like I, I move up through getting a new job, so like I've never gotten promotion just by being at a job, but um, schedule promotions are definitely a thing. Um, every single I think I'm actually up for one next year. I've I've been where I'm at almost three years, if you can believe it, Mills. And wow. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. And um the first I, half of our legacy on this pod is certainly different than the second half. Yo, absolutely. But um I, I think that uh, uh they they I they should not be 
a uh, a carrot on the stick for you to be fucking having two de- separate jobs. I definitely have a conversation with, with your uh, higher ups about that. But I do think that that model is is significant and that it gives you something to work towards. And I think I don't know if they're they're able to take those away. If, um, you know, if you don't meet certain KPIs or, or goals, but um, you deserve it. Like like I said, it's funny that he said this because that's kind of the concept that I was talking about in Tim's situation where you have to have that conversation during your performance review about whether you're getting a raise or not, because that's what we have every year that I've ever been in a job. I've never gone through a schedule promotion. I wish I could help you with this, but yeah, if it, if it seems like a, if it seems like a ploy, it usually is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I have been in jobs where um, I've been in jobs personally, where I've been the only person left in the department. And then I get stuck doing everyone in the department's jobs. And then when someone new is hired, I still get stuck doing everyone else's job because that's now the standard. And I try not to be, it's it's weird to say, um, I try not to do more than I'm supposed to, which is bad, I guess. But realistically, like I try to be realistic. I'm trying not to do more than I'm supposed to because I, people, if people can take advantage of you at whatever thing they would think, they will. Absolutely. Especially at work. Yeah. Free yeah. labor out of here um but yeah last one actually last one's got like three questions so maybe we'll speed around this okay um it comes from jd it says number one how do you stay motivated in the hunt for another job linkedin and indeed get tiring to look at after a while boy do i agree with you on this when i was looking (laughs) for a job last year there are times that I was just like every day, but to be honest with you, I think it's very healthy to take a break every now and then Um, as much as you want a new job or like hope for a new job or really pushing for a new job. And you're like, everything is out there from time to time. Um, Realistically, I think it's healthy. I think once you, I've been in this situation, especially last year where I knew I was looking for a new job and then like continuously, continuously looking my everything just became skewed in terms of what I was looking for. Like I was looking for this position and now suddenly I'm looking for this because I'm not hearing back from this and I'm keep applying every day and day and blah, 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 blah. blah. So now I'm applying for all types of bullshit. So I think it's very healthy. Like every now and then doesn't have to be like, I'm not saying, you know, has to be an extended period of time, but take a break. Um, More, let more jobs populate Mm -hmm. and then, you know, get back to it. And and find 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 a center find find something that you could you could do to center yourself like meditate do do something like you know what I'm saying to take your mind off of it I know it's I know that that's easier said than done you know what I'm saying like I'm not trying to minimize any of it but I I find that being alone in your thoughts like like and just work, like kind of stressing yourself out about it will it, it it'll it'll make you feel a lot more negative about the process and I right. try and like stay at least at the very least optimistic about things especially as you get on calls or you get you know emails back stuff like that like it's just a different it's such a different world now from like when when like people used to like do applications and you know you can't call them and be like hey did you get my shit you know what i'm saying like back in the day you used to be able to call the the job and be like hey you used to be able to walk up there and look them in the face and say did you you get my shit where are we at with this fred 
you see that tweet about the the old lady who sent her her uh her daughter to get yeah. a job and she was like oh well i didn't know that they didn't do paper uh paper applications so i just told her that she learned how to canvas and people were fucking power driving her ass <laughs> all the time um let me see second one says how do you set boundaries raise concerns from managers and coworkers without coming across as the angry black man in the workplace that's that, that's a deeper question than like i feel like we get we, there is no to, to, to be to be short there is no solvent for that because i think that we all inherently don't want to um we, we all don't want to we, we all are, are cognizant of the fact that we may sound like that regardless of what we do or say and even even me yesterday just for example like yesterday i i have a i have a badge at work and my badge wasn't working and it's embarrassing enough that your badge doesn't work you have to wait outside the security office and talk to them because it feels like i don't dress like a lot of people that you know what i'm saying that i go to work with so it already looks like i'm kind of like an outsider so i had to call my boss and be like yo like there's something going on in the security office and like at, at, at one point i was like man i'm so sorry for the inconvenience why am i sorry it's not my fault it's their fault you know what i'm saying and he had to he checked me he was like he was like no 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 what are you sorry about he was like it's 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 their fault they're gonna fix it you didn't do anything wrong. If anything, they're inconveniencing you. And that right. part, that part stuck out to me. They're inconveniencing you. You know what I mean? So I would say, like, don't be afraid to say what you have to say and don't apologize about it. You know what I mean? So it's tough. It's tough. <sighs> I set boundaries from the beginning. <laughs> So no one ever gets messed up about where my boundaries lie. I don't think I need to be angry about it. I think I do need to be firm about it. I think there's a way to communicate your boundaries without it coming off as like either angry black man or thing. But there's definitely a way to communicate your boundaries of saying like, hey, um, actually, like, you know, this is this, this is that. Now, if you want me to do this, usually you got to come back with a quip of like, hey, now, if this is kind of what you want, then maybe we could work on that or talk about that or something along those lines. But, like, I make sure to set my boundaries pretty hard. Um, and, yeah, it's a, you know, if people don't like it, I mean, that's on them. These are my boundaries. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It is what it is. Um, last one, he says, how do you tweak your resume? I hear so often use these words instead. How I tweak my resume? I've been rolling with remixed versions of my resume for the past ten years. Yeah, I just I got my I got my my um my friend Lauren to, to write mine, so I I, I actually don't know. <laughs> oh, I've been the best. Yeah, I have multiple resumes. Um, yeah, yeah I have multiple resumes. <laughs> you got the twenty twenty two one and uh, the twenty twenty one version. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got pretty much like I've been running it for like the last number of years. I got this. I got one for this type of job that I want. I got one for this type of job that I want. Um, how do you tweak your resume? That's a good ass question, man. I would go to someone who professionally does resumes. Have someone look at your resume, by the way, someone in the field that you're applying for or that you really, really want and say, look at this resume and they'll usually tell you like how to tweak it for the job you want. Some people say, put the job description in the resume. So when they search it up, when the algorithm searches it up, you'll be able to find out. I don't know about that. But um, 
I tweak it every now and then, and yeah, I get it done. Um, but yeah, that's the end of office hours, man. Thank you guys for all your questions. Good episode. Uh, if you Good. didn't want to listen to this, just skip ahead. I'll, I'll put a timestamp. Well, too bad. Um, I feel like this is information <laughs> that they need. But yes. Um, are you ready to jump into No Hose Bar? Because we kind of got some news this week. Not too crazy news. Um, but we got some news this week. Yeah, go ahead. Have you heard of our guy, Randall Keith Orton? And the status of where he's kind of at in his career? Um, it was most recently reported, I guess... I guess um, Randy Orton's dad did a podcast, which is like <laughs> too many, too many podcasts. <laughs> I don't know if he owns one, but he very well could own one. To be honest with you, um, I don't know if he owns one, but he definitely did a podcast this week and kind of talked about. It. Gave us an update on Randy Orton and pretty much Randy was like the, the his dad essentially said that like his doctors have advised him to no longer wrestle, and I think everyone is now exploring the mortality of like. Could this be the end of the career for Randy Orton? Um, what say you about this entire situation, sir? I wouldn't. Um, I honestly wouldn't hold much stock in that because his dad is not him. His dad's not him. You know what I mean? I, I think that it should be up to Randy how he wants to end his story. Um, and if he feels as though he shouldn't be able to do it, then like he, he, he shouldn't, but I think that like Randy should definitely be listening to the doctors and they should come to a, a, you know, bring him to a realization that he needs to like stop. I think they like with wrestlers, they always, there's, there's always that one more, right. There's always one more match that they want to do. Right. And with Randy Orton, it's like, I think of him and I'm like, what more could Randy Orton do? He's done everything. He's literally done everything. So if this is it, I think I would hope that, you know, from what he's been able to create and build, I feel like when he, you know, last year before he left, he was in the best stretch of his career. He was having fun. He looked like he enjoyed what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? So if that's where he wants to end off it, I don't think there's a, there's a, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think to be honest, if Randy Orton's career ended and he's got a bomb ass career, <laughs> like he's lit. Um, I am concerned, like how many more RKOs he can actually pull off. You know, back, yeah. when you think of his back, when you think of his shoulder, when you think of everything that's been ailing him over the last like decade and a half, it all kind of points to the RKO, <laughs> to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um, because to be honest with you, Randy Orton is not a high risk worker at all. There was jokes at the beginning of his career that he used the rest lock, the, the headlock way lock. too much. Yeah. <laughs> and so nothing about this like points to anything except just like been doing this for years and then maybe also the RKO. Um, so if there's a world where Randy Orton, maybe the doctor is like, maybe you should stop doing the RKO. I honestly don't want to live in that world <laughs> where Randy Orton cannot use an RKO. It's the most, to be honest with you, when you talk about the Stone Cold Stunner, the RKO may be the most popular wrestling finish of all time. Bar none. People gonna come out. They're gonna say the one winged angel. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would. I wish they would. The one winged angel. It's a no. The, the RKO is legendary. It is amazing. It is incredible. Um, you know what? I agree with you though. In the beginning, I'm not listening to his dad. No offense. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his dad got good intel. 
or, or, or can get better intel than us. But realistically, you kind of want to hear this from Randy Orton's mouth. And Randy Orton usually is not shy about anything. Um, now, I know his wife posted something earlier. Hold on. Where did where can I find Kim, is it Kim Orton? Where are, yeah, you, what are we looking at? Kim Orton. Hold on. Let me see. Let me let me find this. Let me see where this is uh where this was aggregated. I got a fly in my room. This is the most annoying. Like if you hear the me just if you hear the mic just go boom, boom, like it's cause I'm trying to <laughs> hurt. What did Kim this, say? Um Kim said a man is more than what he does for a living. Oh yeah. <laughs> she talking to him, but she talking to us. <laughs> she talking to us, but she talking to him. She talking to him, but she talking to us. She talking to him, but talking to us. Yeah, um, that, that must have had an argument. <laughs> but you can't. I got to. I'm Randy Orton. I was. Re- I knew wrestling before I knew you. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, listen, she's got a podcast. I think. Um, Why does she I'm have sure. a podcast? I'm, I feel like she has a podcast. Don't they have like a wrestling wives kind of thing? Um, a little podcast thing. Her and, uh, Brandy and <laughs> and then Giovanna Angle and all types of other stuff like that. Who is um, who is the uh, the who is the um, Drea of wrestling wives? <laughs> it's got to be Brandy, right? It's got to be Brandy. Drea, though? Well, yeah. Okay. Now, you're thinking of looks. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking of fucking... (laughs) But Brandy's a beautiful woman, though. Brandy's a beautiful woman. What are we talking about? (laughs) I know what you think. I know where you go. You was thinking of looks. I was thinking of, you know, how much drama has Brandy got in, but I'm like, "Eh," you know, she's done her share. Um, Listen, until we hear from Randy, this could be right. Don't get me wrong. It could be right. But I'd rather hear it from Randy Orton himself. Same. Um, and I would love for Randy Orton to come back um, at some point. Boom. Another news article. Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uncle Howdy. Where where they at though? <laughs> Does anyone care? I feel like they I feel like it was like a it was like a, that was fun. And then everyone that moved on. <laughs> That's the end of that. <laughs> I think we've, I think we all had a a good, good time with that. Um, according to Pro Wrestling Insider earlier this Monday, reported that WWE, former WWE champion Bray Wyatt is no longer listed on WWE's internal roster, and it led people to believe that the wrestler may no longer be with the companies. Um, but then, according to Fightful, the internal roster PWI omitted Wyatt due to his current inability to take part in storylines due to his health. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the whole internet was in a tizzy. And then Fightful was essentially like, he's not on the roster because he's not able to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's hurt. He, he's hurt or something of the rather. Um, it's a. Listen. I mean, I'm not really impressed on where Randy Bray Wyatt is anyway. I got, no, I got no words. I really have no words. I feel as though the the return was pretty much an abject failure other than that moment. You got the moment. He'll always have that. He will always have that moment. But I feel like just in terms of, of 
you know, in terms of of uh, that return, it, it it was flat. It fell flat, and I just think that we we're seeing, you know, what Bray Wyatt is, and you know, you can love him as much as you want to, but it just did not hit the way that it should have hit. No, it didn't. Um, then we heard, I think we heard a week ago that Bray Wyatt was assigned a new writer. <laughs> well, and that's my thing. He get the special treatment like crazy. <laughs> Nobody else gets this type of treatment. Hey, man, you got to write for this, man, man. Making movies out here. Got to have special writers. You know what I'm saying? Bring in the big guys, the continuity writers, the, the Calvins of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like those type of people who uh, who are just focuses making sure that this all works out. Mm-hmm. I, um, I feel like they should focus on people that don't need to have their uh, a new writer next week. This is very true. I mean, very, very true. We'll um, never figure out what Uncle Howdy was about. I think that's my my biggest uh, my biggest hate about all of this. We'll, we'll never figure out the the ballad of Uncle Howdy until Bray Wyatt and his brothers start the eventual podcast, the <laughs> the rotunda uh, uh, rotunda table. <laughs> they shouldn't complain about nothing. <laughs> Amen. Listen, hey. I think that's the one thing Vince might be kicking his feet up and saying, "Well, see, he, he hitting the 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 the, uh, the Shannon Sharp. See, see, <laughs> look. <sighs> Let's see what else we got here. Seth Rollins filming Captain America and New World Order. How do you feel about that? Seth I Rollins mean, get the bag. I mean, if you look at what Marvel's doing bag wise, I don't know if it's a great bag. Well, okay. uh, I knew this was coming, but." <laughs> Easily, I was like, I, "That's why that's the only reason why I set this up." Ain't it crazy that he got to the he got there before Roman did? This is very true. I mean, maybe Roman, maybe Roman's in DC. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good too. I mean, they're coming back. Yeah, listen, maybe he's in DC. Uh, they're making a run right now. Okay, well, listen, maybe Roman's over there. Maybe it's the, the wars continue, just in a different kind of way. I'm um, all for wrestlers getting the bag. I'm all for them, you know, expanding. Like, like Seth should be great in this role. Let's just be honest. Right. He's, he's He can memorize roles, and he can memorize lines. He'll he'll be fine. I think he looks cool. He looks like you said it on Twitter. He looks like he fits. He looks like he would be cool. I, I, I can't wait to see what, what he's doing in the movie. I can't wait either. He does look cool. Um, let's see. So tomorrow or tonight, if you're listening to this on public for everybody, shout out to you guys. Um, shout out to the patrons as well. We gotta do Patreon shout outs. We gotta we gotta do that next week. We gotta bring that back. Gotta give a shout out to the patrons. Shout out to everyone who signed up recently too. Mm-hmm. Um tomorrow we find out the deal. What is this AEW news thing is, man? You find out what's yeah. going on. How much? How much M's or B's? B's? <laughs> I got. I'm not even gonna dignify that. No, one. no B's. No, one billion. What you? What make you think that they deserve a billion? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to, of course, Alvarez, who <laughs> who created the rumor. <laughs> the rumor created on his board. <laughs> Go ahead. Who essentially said that he believes that WWE put out this rumor. So when AEW definitely gets lower, it's cited as a disappointment. 
it started in their message board <laughs> from someone who is a huge AEW fan. And they found this guy's posts from the past. They found his posts. Like he has what, been. What else did he say? He's been an AEW show from time forever, right? And Absolutely. he says this. It said then says, "Don't quote me on this." So it's like, <laughs> no, you absolutely are going to get quoted on this, and you guys can't say that you guys did it didn't originate from where you guys basically lay your heads at. AEW's trying to get money. Rampage is on all types of new lows. They they've been moving. Rampage been moving to all types of different things. You know what's the crazy part about this? I don't know. Some some got to be done. You know, with 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 Rampage. Some got to be done with all of it. They got to. I feel like they got to put Rampage out of its misery at this point. I don't think it should be a show where lesser used talents need to go. I think it needs to be a show that's not on air right now because I feel like it's not it's not generating any type of profit for these people. It can't be. Other than finding a place for them to put commercials on in a, on a on a random Saturday night when it gets preempted by the the, the fucking NBA playoffs. I mean, the preemptions is going to come to an end. This is the final round of NBA playoffs where it'll be on TNT. So they'll have their times back. They're going to get it right back in time for June. So all their CM Punks. You know, they brought back Miro. Other than it's Rusev Day once again. It's not Rusev. About that? It's not Rusev. Miro. No, Miro came back to work. It's like Miro. You got the perfect plan for you. Saturdays. <laughs> Thunder Rosa came back. Said also, we're going to fly you in on Wednesday to open a door and shut it. <laughs> and then we won't explain what happened. Saturdays. Um, Thunder Rosa came back. Who knows what she'll be doing? Apparently, according to the report, she's still not clear. In the bathroom. Um, Hiding. According According to reports, Britt Baker should be cleared neither. She's got a back issue. Um, it won't stop hey, her. World, uh, world stops when, yeah, no, the world stops when Shayna Baszler, I mean, not Shayna Baszler, uh, Britt Baker um, continues to do things. Um, one last thing before we get into, uh, before we get into, of course, the weekly shows, I kind of want to do talk about NXT a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where do you think we're headed with NXT? What's the direction for the show? Now that we've got some call-ups, um, clearly we're steeped in this Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes feud. They've introduced a lot of new talent. Do you think, I mean, NXT is one of those brands that it never stays the same for a long period of time. It constantly goes through a flux of new talent coming in and this. Have you seen anything or anything that you feel like is promising from the NXT brand? Well, NXT is in an interesting spot, and I think I've mentioned this uh, on our Postmania episode about how I felt about um, Stand and Deliver and how they've try- they're trying to – this is a brand that is trying to kind of restart itself in, the, in lieu of a lot of things that are happening. They've lost a good chunk of uh, some of their women's talent. Uh, they've lost some vets. They've lost some, some people who've been there for a while. They lost, in my opinion – one of the guys on that show that was giving the best matches anytime he was out there in JD McDonough. Mm-hmm. Like they lost a big, a big guy there on the, on the, on the men's and the, you know, in the, in the men's division. Obviously, obviously they still have guys that can work there. Dijak, Ilya, all of them. But um, it's, it is an interesting spot because they also have injuries as well. You know what I mean? And there, there's a lot of women that are out. And I think that that is to me, 
the biggest challenge that they're going to have is making uh, whoever wins that title at um, at their at their latest pay per view look legitimate. You know what I mean? So I think in terms of where it's going, you're not escaping the mellow Braun thing. We're just not going to be able to. I do. I who is it benefiting right now? I think it's benefiting Braun a lot more to me than it's mm-hmm. benefiting Mello. I think Mello being off TV, all that stuff, like I think that's cool. But I honestly also feel like Trick kind of benefits too. I thought him and Braun had a, a pretty good match <laughs> the other week. I thought the Trick show. Really? I thought it was good. I mean, I think he's had a better. I think this was probably his better match, but I still think he's got. I think just his uh, his positioning and all of this feels like. I mean, he is a sidekick, but yeah, I don't know. It just it's just weird to me. But I thought um I thought NXT. My thing is, I so I watched NXT for the first time in a couple of weeks on last Wednesday. I was like, oh, they got some stuff going on here, but realistically, I'm like, whoa, we are in uncharted territory. Not uncharted territory, but clearly there's another. We're flipping the page again on this brand. Um, the the. I think we're going to notice more. I mean, Braun and Mello, I think they're closer to the end of their tenure than the beginning of their tenure, obviously. Um, I'm honestly, even, I feel like they're in the middle of the tenure. You think so? Yeah, I would be you real. Think, you think we got a new, another two years of this? It's, it's another year. It's another year. Okay. I think that, listen, the fact that Grayson, of the, all of those four five people, uh, the men on that division that were there, it was Vaughn, Braun, uh, it was Vaughn, Braun, Grayson, Tony D'Angelo, Mello, right? Vaughn and Vaughn and Grayson were the only people that they that they brought up. That is an indictment of how they feel about where these other guys are. That is an indictment that there is still a lot of work to be done in the oven there, and that they're I'm not I won't say they're not happy, but they're not really impressed with what they're seeing over over a Grayson Waller. That right. is an that is a, a heavy indictment to what's going on down there. That he got called up and nobody else. I mean, obviously, Cameron Grimes should have been gone. He's actually been off their TV for like six six months or something like that. Like he's been gone for a minute anyway. But like, we'll talk about him in a minute. We'll talk about yeah, him we will, minute. we will. But um, I I think that in terms of where they look at it, I honestly wouldn't see them drafting any other guys or girls for a while with what they have out there. There 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 are people down there that that need a lot more time. They need a lot of time meals, and I think that Bron and Mello definitely do. I don't think they've gone a long way in fixing what they kind of broke during that title match uh, a month ago, but I think that they're going a long way in showing that you know that they they're trying to define what Melo is and what Braun is. I don't know if trying to get sympathy on Melo is what I, the way that I would do it, but they're definitely trying something. I think in terms of the women, I'm gonna wait and see on that because I got to see who can, who wins the title. You know what I mean? I I would hope that they would just give Tiffany Stratton the title, but she's not really like a a ring general yet <laughs> she she's very much still like a work in progress so if they give it to roxanne right it makes me think why did you have her drop it in the first place why did you even have her show up and stand and deliver if you were just going to make her a what a two three time champ at this point this I makes think, sense. i really do think actually they're probably going to give it to tiffany i don't know if they're just something like if if this is how she learns how to swim this is just how she's going to do but to me she's like really the She's the point in the middle that everything kind of like orbits around or has the opportunity to be that for the rest of the roster. I think she's someone who can talk. I think she's someone who can work to an extent. I think if you ask her to get to the next level and push herself to do that, I think she can do that. Um, actually, no, I might think that 
could the finals be Coro versus Roxanne? I think it could be, right? Mm, no. I think they're cool. gonna swerve. I think they're gonna swerve. Mm. I think it's I, I think could also that, see I could also see Cora getting it too. I could see I mean, Lyra. I could see Lyra beating Cora and, and Tiffany. Who, who's for the who's because the thing is it's, I, I Cora, think it's Cora versus Fallon Henley. Mm-hmm. Um and Lyra, uh, Roxanne versus JC Jane. I could see uh-huh. I don't I don't I think it's gonna end up um I think Lyra and Tiffany are gonna end up in the finals. No, but Tiffany's not in it anymore. Tiffany Stratton? Yeah, it showed it showed the oh, is this the quarterfinals? No, not the semifinals. My bad. So tomorrow night is Cora versus JC. Cora yeah. versus Fallon and then Roxanne versus Thing. I could see I could see an opportunity where Cora takes it. I can and the only reason why I say that is because she's been there quite some time. They want to give like it to she, another heel. <laughs> this is what they do. I just think that it's time for a bit. You had a chance to have a babyface champion that could run with that belt for a while. It's something that hasn't been done in quite some time on that brand. You had Mandy with this title for a whole year. That's what I'm saying. Like (laughs) it's just, it's 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 just confusing what they're gonna what they're gonna because even if you give it to Tiffany Mills, that's another heel with that title, and she's gonna have it for a minute. You know what I mean? Like I I. I have to think that, and, and to, to your point with Tiff, what you said about Tiffany, I, th- I think Lyra is also that too. She's she's clearly as talented as, as Roxanne is, not better. Lyra, Lyra don't do it for me. I don't know why she I, just doesn't. She's good. She's good. I agree, she's good, but I think there's just something that doesn't do it for me as of Her yet. Present, well, she has the best presentation to me in terms of all of these these ladies there. The big bird. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been in love with. I haven't been in love with Tiffany's since she's came back. I, I haven't been in love with the, the whole change that they've done with her since she's come back. I haven't been in love with the way they've made Gigi look. I haven't been in love with the way they made JC look. I, I think that they really. Well, Gigi need... does that to herself because she's actually pretty bad. I don't get her. I miss being Priscilla Kelly thing either. I was like, well, well okay. <laughs> Why don't you make this work first? <laughs> yeah. Weirdo, but you know, it is what it is. Um, NXT is definitely, we got some NXT call-ups on the show. This is what I want to kind of transition to for SmackDown. So NXT is going through its transition, and SmackDown is also going through a transition. To be honest with you, it's feeling like 2021 in this bitch. Like, it's feeling. SmackDown felt good on Friday. Like, oh, oh, fine. And, and to its point, I think that 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 both shows did a lot to not only broadcast and 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 present their new call uh, draftees, but also the people who switch shows. They, there's just a completely different way that they're approaching it. Like, you know, uh, certain people didn't show up on SmackDown acting the same way they was acting on Raw, and I appreciate it. Right. And, and the same for people who were SmackDown, they weren't acting the same way. And I'll get to that on Raw, but. And I think it was more pronounced on Raw, just how different shit was. But um, SmackDown had a, a lot of really cool looks there on uh, on Friday. And I think one of the biggest ones was Cameron Grimes and the way he was presented against Baron Corbin. I thought that went a long way to legitimize him. You showed off his cool-ass finisher. He got to beat, he got to beat somebody annoying in, like, seconds. And then he's going to move on to something else. Now, I think, to be honest with you, if I had to say why they did it, I think they were strapped for time easily. He's gonna get I a rematch. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get a rematch. So I think overall they're strapped for time. This was a pretty big SmackDown with a lot of matches promoted. They had at least three matches with world title implications. They had a tag team title match, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. They had Roman Reigns, which is gets his own 20-minute segment. And then, you know, Bianca Belair also has to be a star in the show as well. So there was a lot going for them. So I can I, I knew off rip that this match was going to be quick. I didn't know it was going to be one move, one and done. And clearly, Baron Corbin has given up trying because when he showed up on Monday and the man won shorts <laughs> and, <laughs> and them sneakers, he got to step into the role. He has to step into the role. He has to know, you know, it's not it's it's not where you're at right now. You know what I mean? I gotta- also think Baron has to rise to the occasion. I think he's been coasting kind of like off of like being this great guy who can garner heat, but I've never felt like he's. He's leveled up in any sense in a number of years. So I think it's a, a case of maybe the roster passing him by. I think he needs a little bit more fire in his thing as well. Um, do we want to, where do we want to attack on SmackDown first? The triple threats? The, 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 the triple threats. Um, okay. There were two triple threats. I was interested in how they were going to do this. Obviously, they did it the same way. They ended up doing it the same way that, that Raw did it, where they had one that was clearly a lot longer than the other. Um, and that was the first one. Between AJ Styles, uh, Edge, and Rey Mysterio, they thought they turned the clock back. They said, "Nigga, it's two thousand and two again. We working." There's a lot of work going on in this match. Uh, a, a lot of really cool stuff in the beginning, and a lot of really good stuff when the match picked up at the end, like the six one nine counters, um, the 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 hurricane runners that Ray Ray was doing. These guys have really good chemistry, and I'm shocked that that we're probably never going to do this again. But this was such a fun match to do, and I, and it looked like they were having a blast too. They were Edge was trying out some young, <laughs> some young yeah. boy shit, and I'm like, y'all three old ass forty year olds, calm it down. Ain't nobody doing all springboard <laughs> sunset flip into German suplex thing. I'm like, this is not PWG. You can it slow it bad. down. Man. It nah, it ain't look bad. It ain't look bad. But I'm just saying, like, yo, you know, stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, um, so we we got after that. The match, ended we- the match ended weirdly is what I'm saying. Like, I think Edge forgot that there was a a human Rey Mysterio coming to attack him. And just yeah, didn't hear him. It, look, it looked like Edge, like, wasn't ready. So, like, it looked like Rey was trying, like, a DDT, it looked like. And Edge no, did. he was trying to go for the the splash off the top for some reason while Edge had to stand up, and Edge completely forgot that he was supposed to spear him in midair. Yeah, <laughs> so he yeah, just yeah. runs right into Edge, and then they're like, <laughs> "He speared him, kind of." <laughs> hey man, old man brain. <laughs> See, that's what I'm telling you, man. I was trying to remember too many spots. You know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, we get the next triple threat right after that: uh, Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory versus Sheamus. I will tell you this right now. I think it's time to get the title off Austin Theory. It's it's Amen. it's a it's a prop. Amen. First of all, it's a prop. Beyond I, that, beyond that as well, it is one hundred percent a prop for sure. It, it's doing nothing for him. I think that him being in the I I I'll put my hand up right now. I'll raise my hand for this right now. Cameron Grimes need to take it off him. Cameron Grimes need to take it off of him. He's a guy that can that that's new. He can fucking take losses. He can you know what I'm saying. He can fulfill some type of utility, but he needs to get that. Theory should clearly go somewhere else. It's really weird they put him on the show with a guy like Roman who's not going to be beat. So, like, you firmly slotted him into the mid-card here. I don't know, man. This is just, 
theory is just theory is just its own separate thing and i don't know it's just very very strange but shout out to bobby lashley for wrestling with that big ass knot on his head because he got busted open the hard way (laughs) um and still finished the match so he wins this match aj wins the first match um should we just like get to the finals and just yeah, that. the finals. I thought the, I thought the match wasn't as good as the the first one, but I'm I um I still thought it was pretty cool. Uh, AJ and Lashley have they done this yet? I and, feel like um, they have. <laughs> well, no, actually, I'm not sure. Maybe in TNA. They I'm were, not actually even sure about that either. They were working like some really cool spots here. That really interesting counter to the hurt lock from AJ that we haven't seen before. Um, the, I, I, a different type of David versus Goliath match in a lot of ways, and. I, I think it's it was Lashley's. I'm going on a limb here, and I, and and I'll say it right now. I thought I thought it was Lashley's best match in a, in a in a in a really long time. I think so as well. I think a new opportunity um, gives them a little bit fresh. So they have done AJ versus Bobby, actually quite a number of fucking times. It ain't like this though. It wasn't like this. I'll say it. No, like it wasn't this. like this. No, it wasn't like this with the stakes on the line. Yeah. Um, I like the match. I like um. I mean, I think I could have I, I could have went with Edge winning this because of that. Listen, uh, who knew an Instagram promo could change it all around for him? Yeah, That boy was working off the clock. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he got to the point where he convinced me. He was like, you know what? Just give it to Edge. Just give it to this. this man. All he wanted is one more run. He on his Christian shit right now. Nah. He just wants one more run. <laughs> nah, I think you got to have like a... You, you got to remember, AJ and Seth have only done this one time. One time. Yeah one time and even though i was saying last week too i say hey it should be edge and seth for the for the the callbacks i get why they went here's my thing too you can't go wrong with either of these options you just can't it's going to be a really good match either way mm-hmm. but i think you get a difference between you know a, a edge that could really be putting somebody else over here and an aj styles that could potentially take a loss or win it you know what i mean i feel like edge shouldn't be taking losses like that right now if he's gonna think he's more hanging it up you know um it's gonna be great. I think that AJ coming back. I gotta give him. I gotta give him an a, a, a right now. I gotta give him an A. I think he's looked good since he's come back. He looks. He looks healthy. He looks rested, and uh, he he's been moving a lot better than he was before he got hurt uh, last winter. He is ready to be world champion again, and uh, yeah, looks like. Uh, not sure if they'll go with it, considering all the implications. But to be honest with you, shit apparently don't matter because we got fucking. Um, we got Bianca's title celebration on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. She's the longest reigning women's champion. I'm ignoring the belt is red, but she is the longest reigning women's champion. <laughs> what are they doing with that? <laughs> Bruh, I'm, I'm just ignoring the belt thing because at this point, they know it. we're not dumb and we know that they're not dumb. So they know that the belt things aren't correct. But They'll figure it out when they're supposed to figure it out. Triple H will have some shit. I think he's probably waiting for some press conference and be like, you know, um, you know, we've seen the title situation on both shows, and um, <laughs> you know, I, I think, think this they, is a great opportunity for her. But, oh, damn! All right, go ahead, go ahead. But do they want to keep that? Do they want to keep that title on her so she can she can also cross the cross the line for the Raw title? And I think that's probably why they haven't done it yet. I have no idea. Why the hell would they do that? 
just for the lineage, for lineage's sake. I don't know. I'm just making, you know, I'm just thinking. Yeah, they will. Yeah. So Asuka's a new uh, contender. Asuka's fully healed. She's spinning the girl's face at her own damn celebration in her own hometown. That felt like that was cut for time, too, by the way. Yeah. No, I, I can definitely see it. Roman definitely also, was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, that's Roman. Gotta talk about it. Roman there. This is the first time Roman's been seen since the night after WrestleMania. And he pulls up. And he says, so you just we you just thought we weren't going to talk about how you guys lost the title to <laughs> WrestleMania? <laughs> I said, and I said, uh, yeah, because that was a fucking month or, and a half ago. Yeah, we were going to leave it alone. And then you get the rematch and you dedicate it to me. Me. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even a tag team competitor. I'm the greatest singles champion that's ever existed. We have legendary tag teams in our family. And you dedicate the tag team title win to me? This was a very... I mean, I could see why it went off. It, it clearly went off script, so I'm pretty sure it, he just took whatever fucking time it is. You know? The, um, so now, we have firmly established... Yes. That at Night of Champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will defend their unified tag team championships, but it will not be against the Usos. It will be against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. <laughs> and I, I immediately, I, I clutched my goddamn heart. I said, this nigga can't get all the belts, can he? <laughs> He, he says, I'm going to get all the belts. That's exactly what he said in that promo. I'm going to have all the belts. You know? He going to hold the belts, and it's just going to be like one draped over, two draped over his bicep, and then two. He going to have the photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to look crazy. So it's going to look nuts. I saw people saying they're undermining the draft, and I said, how are they undermining the draft when the tag champions are the champions of both shows. <laughs> and it has been firmly established even before the draft. So were y'all, were y'all mad that KO and Sammy were on different shows and they were tag team champions before the draft? <laughs> Was that a I problem? Mean, no one, no yeah. one even brings that. No one brings up that point that they, these two were on different shows before they, before they won the titles. But it was a, it was a soft thing beforehand. We're in the hard brand split era. Like we're we're here. The, the titles didn't hard change. Listen, we are in the hard brand split era. Okay. I understand what they're talking about, but he, here's the thing: it doesn't really matter. They can go on both shows. It's, it's not a big. Yeah, who who the fuck cares? I don't care. Um, but i love jay's reaction i love jay's reaction to not only um grabbing uh jimmy and saying like you need to chill but also when roman announces the match jay's face is like oh what he like spins around like nah (laughs) like like at this point it's like what's going to be the powder cake that sets it off because it looks to me meals like the summer you know roman summer is less about his title defenses and more about the uh the implosion of the bloodline from what it looks like he getting them thousand days yep and when he get them thousand days, he's gonna be wrestling for the tag team championships. <laughs> Chill, bro. What a world we live in. He, can't get, all, he can't get all of them, right? He, he he can and he will. He can and he will. 
I don't know if this is a Kurt Angle situation. Remember Kurt Angle and TNA when he won all the titles? What a ridiculous concept that was. Um, I hope not. But he's wrong. Um, another quick point from SmackDown before we move on to Raw. Um, of course, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez successfully defended the titles against Damage Control. Liv Morgan got injured in the match, mm-hmm. which is why she's not there on Monday. And then um, it's a pretty deadly schmucking it up backstage with the Brawling Brutes. Looks yep. like a good direction for the future. So They have a, they have a match next week. Brawling Brutes uh, versus uh, Pretty Deadly. It's going to be Ridge and uh, Butch against them. You, you love a good uh, love a good British fight. Um, yeah. Let's head to Monday Night Raw. Yep. Uh, starts off with a, a really fiery promo from Sami Zayn about uh, finishing the fight against Roman Reigns. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting and very cool that even though Sammy and KO are still connected with Cody, they have pretty much left him to kind of handle the Brock thing. So they, they, the the bloodline thing still they're they still not fucking with them. So like I, I'm I'm glad that they're kind of they're leaving it to these two against against Roman and, and and Solo right now as Cody takes care of the Brock problem. Uh, the Judgment Day comes out which leads to a very interesting dichotomy and i guess we could talk about this show that you know this is a this is a basically carried the show most of the show here but the dichotomy between um sammy and ko against judgment day and now imperium imperium uh and gunther returned on the show this week and they were all over the show this week walking through their locker room area talking to everybody taunting everybody uh gunther cut a promo he was out there like Gunther was working, and the presentation they had with him was so much different. Like I said earlier, like people didn't show up from SmackDown acting the same way. Gunther was acting like he ran the show already when he showed well, up on Raw. Here's the thing. For SmackDown, unless you're the bloodline, you really can only have one segment. But on Raw, you have to fill three hours at some fucking way. So we're going to get these multiple segments with these multiple people all the time. Listen, we got a two-segment Dominic Mysterio and Xavier Woods match. They got to yeah. fill time on this damn show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fully clear. Um, it's a. Uh, what do you think of the. What do you think of the. Because like, this would, of course, lead to a main event match <clears throat> later on in the show between uh, Sammy and KO versus Finn and Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. Judgment Day all over the show, also, by the way. This seems to be. They are like the bloodline, for lack of a better comparison, on this show um, against them. But with Paul Heyman appearing on the show. And cutting a deal with Imperium, who they, who Sammy and KO also have a match with next week, but also having a relationship with the Judgment Day, and you now have not only the Bloodline that Paul Heyman is kind of uh, puppet mastering from the from the inside, but also Judgment Day and Imperium, who also have a connection with them as well. Yeah. Well, well listen, you tying it together, they making it make sense somehow, right? Yeah, I I think that it, it's it's dope in that. At what point does one of these teams say, you know what, fuck this shit, we want the titles from Roman? You know what I'm saying? I think that's a cool angle that you could go with. But also, it sets up, in Triple H, this is a faction guy. So you're already seeing it here. He loves factions. He 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 had the Undisputed Era in NXT. Um, he had the Way in NXT. He, he loves these faction characters and, and, and putting characters in factions. This could lead to something really dope. But I, I think that, again, stacking the deck against Sammy and KO and to a, to a certain extent, Riddle, because he was involved with Imperium during the, the IC title uh, Battle Royal, 
is something that I thought was really cool and it's tying a lot of people together. And I'm, I'm willing to let this play out because I think it's cool. I know a lot of people felt the way about Sammy and KO losing, but I have to say this right now. It took like six people to beat them. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It's not so much about KO and Sammy losing to me. It's about Judgment Day winning. All huh? the fucking time. Judgment Day is pretty damn strong. Wait, you don't say that about the bloodline. <laughs> I say that about the bloodline every time. We talk about Solo Sokoa winning every damn match two weeks ago. Okay. My thing is that I feel like at some point, not to say that, of course, we're setting them up to be tag team title things, but I'm like, bro. Other than Bad Buddy, they can't take no L's. Like, I feel like we're not, we don't necessarily have to do 50 50 booking with this thing, but I don't think we need to do things where it's like the, 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 the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens just took an L two weeks ago at fucking uh, Backlash. Yeah. Because the niggas, they're not even, they're not even fucking, I mean, I guess Soul Sokoa is going to be in the damn match. Yeah. Right? That, I mean, it all, it all tied together. My, here's my thing. I get what you're saying. Sure. About Judgment Day. It's not a bad. Well, they they pretty much like are you're setting up your top. You're, and, and this was also an undisputed era issue too. I, I will say this: he they always won. But I think that you set up a really good uh, top heel stable so that when they finally lose, it means something, which 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 matters. And especially with Imperium, um, you just had two of those guys. You had Kaiser and, and, and Vinci lose uh, last week anyway. So like they they've already kind of handled that. But like. It took them six people though. Meals. It wasn't just Judgment Day that was fucking around with them because they would have they would have won had Imperium not showed up. I feel you. Um, it's it's all like about it. the it's I'll all hit about the lipo on it. Yeah, yeah, hit the lipo on it. I because I, the thing is, is like you got to set up the you got to set up the the uh, the doubt. They got to set up the doubt. Um, and and to be honest though, Mills like. They've looked fairly strong by beating the Usos twice <laughs> at this point. <laughs> they beat the Usos twice. Clean. Okay. Clean. <laughs> sure. Okay. In the middle of the ring. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a Drewski hand it and just be like, okay, I mean, listen, they beat the – no one was beating the Usos, and no one has. And they beat them twice. So, um, All right. All right. Shinsuke Nakamura um, versus The Miz. I like I like this. This is a good match. What are you sorry for? <laughs> this was good. I'm I am uh I'm very um by the way that was me dropping something. Um <sighs> What? You know what I'm about to ask. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing with the Miz? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> He's in the Baron Corbin spot. Know your role. No. No. Yes. Know your no. role. No. Know your no. fucking role. Know your no, role. Bro. Know your role. Put the nigga no. with in this year, nigga. I don't care. No. Knock well, look great. I, you know, the, this, now here's the disrespect came in, which is what I was afraid of. <laughs> nigga said, in this year. Come on now. Why not? Put him in, I don't know. I don't know. Why not? He looked good. He looked good. That the the, the skill was good. It's the Miz, baby. Skill crushing finale. Uh, pinfall tease was really. I I, I bid on that of course, one. Of course, man. I bid on that one. I bid. Miz Uchika Okada, bro. Like I get it, but 
Fi- at least you finally said the name right. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> it's a made up name. I could say it however I want to. Um, <laughs> oh man. All right, whatever. No, I feel it was Shins- I like Shinsuke, so it is what it is. But like, I'm gonna start like I'm gonna have to be tuning out of Miz segments. Ain't nothing going on. All right, you two. Not even a doubt. You've tuned out of less. I bet you you tuned out of the fucking uh, battle royal, which was really good. I did not because I go. I gave Raw the first hour. I said you got one hour to wow me before I put you in PIP. I give Um, them the full three. No, I do. I I give them. I gave them one hour and then I put them in PIP. I give them the full three. I've got to talk about it. No, of course I know. But that's you know, this was good. This was good. Uh, I thought that they 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 went a long way in establishing two people here. One of them being uh, well, shit, three really because you had the Riddle stuff, uh, you had the Gargano stuff. But really, more than anything, the two or the three that stuck out to me was um, JD McDonough, um, obviously Mustafa Ali, who who would end up winning the match, and uh, I, I thought that. Um, Trying to, I'm trying to like look at my notes right now. I thought that uh, fucking Bronson. yeah, him, him, yes, him. Bronson looked the greatest out of all of them. They look great. Yeah, yeah, he looked pretty good. Good for and him. And after uh, McDonough gets eliminated, he beats up Dolph Ziggler, which leads to like I thought it was over as far as like JD McDonough was concerned for the rest of the night. No, they had, it. They had a video package for this man. They dropped it like he was dropping the blueprint tomorrow, baby. <laughs> I was like, yo, this shit looks fucking fire. I was then, like, why didn't you put this before the match, bro? And then I said, and then they said, and then and then after that, I was like, all right, that was cool. You see him again walking out the arena. I'm like, ain't nobody giving, ain't nobody request all this JD McDonough. Who, um, who did it? Who didn't? But I ain't request all this JD. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, bro, bro got three segments off rip. I mean, clearly they, he's a big deal. The Irish Ace. Clearly, they are positioning him to be a big deal. But did you check? Did you look up on your screen? I did. Yes, I did. Finn you Balor see, was there. Why are you doing it? What, what, what you mean? That's cool. Because you no, it was cool. It was cool. I was just see, and I was just about to uh, throw in a joke about him and his ex, and then creeping on his ex. <laughs> All right, you got to be messy. I don't want to know. If you were playing me, keep oh, it on the low. Most of um, all, of all <laughs> Ali wins the Battle Royal. He's going on to face Gunther in Saudi Arabia next weekend at Night of Champions. This is going to be a, it's going to be a good defense for for Gunther. Well, I, I, Ali's finally getting a push that they they people kept saying he was supposed to get last year. So I guess it's happening now. Hey man, Ali got to do something. And then it made sense too, Mills, because last week he actually won a match. So this week it didn't seem like un un. Like unsightly that he would have won this either because he won last. You know, I felt this coming. I felt this coming. I'm not even gonna hold you. I did feel this coming. I felt like it was pushing it a little bit too hard, and I can tell you because he was one of my choices for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Mm -hmm. and I felt this coming. So I'm not surprised this happens. Okay, I'm not surprised at all. Um, then you you see the promo for Apollo Cruz. Yeah, this is Apollo Cruz's time. It's the new, it's the new Apollo <laughs> Cruz. <laughs> All right, we go. Yeah, right, but you know what I like though, Mills. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real, be real. Like 
they got the, the call-ups active this week. We didn't yes, have to did. wait. We did not have to wait for a lot of these people to be on TV. Obviously, Indy's still there, but she's still injured. So, like, we're not going to be able to see her be active for a while. But everyone got active this week. Even Zoe Stark, even if she didn't have a match, they set up something for her next week against Candice LeRae. And I thought it, it was... I'm a lot more positive on this draft coming out than I've been in the past past years. And no, I think it's, course, it's a, lot yeah. of, a lot of things have made sense so far. It's to be in the H era. You know, yeah. he's all it was. He's his kids, his kids. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> he's his Sean's his kids. He's his, his stepchildren, his godsons. You know what I'm um, saying? Becky Lynch promo. Whoa. She was pretty good. Whoa. <laughs> she was, she, was, she, was she actually banged it on Trish. <laughs> Whoa! Like, I was crazy. like, she said, she said she the one. She gonna be the one. Don't need a title to be the one. I'm gonna one. I'm. Oh, she said I'm it. Don't need a title to be it. I'm the it. The it. The it, the it, the it, the it the I said, all right. <laughs> it's a B E C K L Y Lynch. You know, it's gonna be a real on, man. So Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus, Knight of Champions. I'm gonna say right now before we do predictions, I'm ex- I'm expecting fuckery here, and I'm expecting that Trish to win. But I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see these two in a match. It is. Um, Trish can go, so and and Becky can go, so I'm actually looking forward to this match, um, and see where this goes. But yeah, you know, uh, contract signing next week. Yep. Everything going on, so. Uh, we have that to look forward to. And then mm-hmm. on the other side of the women's thing, um, when Rhea Ripley isn't beating up men and getting heavily cheered for it. Uh, <laughs> she's going just gonna to get cheered for beating up Natty. <laughs> yeah. She's up in Natty. And, you know, I like that I, Becky was looking at the on the TV at Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, Rhea was looking at Becky on the TV. They're set. Listen, I'm going to say it right now, man. I'm going to say it right now. Um, they're gonna need to find a baby face that people care about before Becky to face Rhea because she is getting baby face cheers, and the only thing that's keeping her booed is when Dominic shows up. And I think that it's cool that they want Rhea to be liked, and it's cool for her to be liked. But I think it's also cool to keep her as a as a as a dominant heel champion like she should be. I don't even know, bro. She's too cool. I, I can't. She's got a cool tag name. She's got mommy. She dresses fire. She's, you know, part of the hottest act on Raw right now. Like, I, I there's agree. a lot of things moving her way. Yeah, there's a, it's it's hard to turn the tide. And on the, Becky Lynch going to have to cut another one in the mitts. Might have to be it part two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she might have to go with one of those. It's, it's, um, it's tough, bro. I, I, I literally am like... She's getting too too good of reactions, and I know you don't want to like. I, I never want to be somebody to be like, no, don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I I still feel like they need to put somebody in her way that she'll actually be booed against, or she needs to do something despicable to somebody because she's just doing cool shit, <laughs> and I, and that's that's not gonna that's not gonna fly. I don't know. Maybe I'm wilding. Maybe if somebody agrees with me, let me know. Or if you disagree, let me know. Um, hey man, you ain't talk about you ain't talk about how they did in this year. You talking about all the call ups. We ain't talking about no end of sheer. You know what I liked? I like the same the 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 Seth Rollins. <laughs> wow. Okay. Video packages during the night. Uh, he wasn't there obviously because he was filming uh, Captain America, but 
they're making this seem like an like a like a important thing. They're making this seem important, and I appreciate them for doing so. Okay. Okay. Uh, another another big surprise on the show: Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler return. I was just asking where these two were, and they showed up on the show on my day. Beating up. Did you see my video on Twitter? No, I didn't see it. You didn't see them? How they jumped uh, Raquel Rodriguez, oh, and it kick? looked like the scene. It looked the scene from You Got Served, where they yeah. played Nas's Heaven. Ooh, heaven yeah. was a mellow way. Yeah, it, it, I, I was I was glad to see them because I think that um, I forgot they were there, and I was like. I, I I I clearly forgot they were fucking there. Yeah, and so it's good to know that they're there. But I'm glad that to see that Liv and Raquel, whenever Liv gets back, she's gonna have a um, they're gonna have like a really cool program coming out of it. Or unless she comes back next week, they can put them on the show. I mean, they got a couple things. Uh, hopefully, her head is okay. She got knocked silly. So uh, yeah, hopefully it's uh, hopefully it looks good. Uh, last thing here before we get out of here, Cody comes out. Um. Cuts a cuts a promo, boy. I said he 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 ain't missed yet, but I'm like, damn, he he just really just doing whatever at this point. He's like, let me tell y'all a story. I say, yep, this nigga wilding. <laughs> he was talking about the scorpion and the frog, bro. I'm like, yo, we've heard this before, but all right, go ahead, dog. It's a Codyism, baby. Codyisms, man. I I I think that next week I would love to see Brock Lesnar actually explain why he did what he did, and that's really the only complaint I have about what's going on. I'm, I like everything else. What? Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of something to say. I really don't got anything to say. Let the okay. match happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the match. I, I just wish Brock would say what he has to say. Um, it should be good though. I, I'm, I'm excited. All, all in all, I thought both shows were good this week. Um, I, I, I think that they're on a roll right now. They're rolling into some pretty big shows coming out Saudi Arabia. Obviously, then they're gonna take a couple of weeks off, and then they're gonna go straight to UK for Money in the Bank. You got some exciting stuff coming up in the next couple weeks for WWE, but next week we're going to be giving our predictions for Night of Champions. Hopefully the card is going to be settled by then, and we'll be able to talk about and our feelings on what's going to happen with these matches. Some pretty big matches have been announced. I'm pretty excited about it, um, and, and I think it's going to be a pretty cool show from the outset so far with the card that they have announced. I agree. I think so as well. Um, clearly, I mean, Roman's on the show, so it's already a big show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we got we got a number of matches already set up, so it's looking like big time. It's looking like a big show. Interested to see where we go from here, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's head on to next week. Yeah. So uh, for next week, thank you guys. Uh, or until next week, thank you guys for listening to the A Show. Make sure you check out the War Report with Quan and Cyrus. Also, Rewriters Room is back. So if you haven't had heard that, check that out. Rewriters Room is really good this week, by the way. It, it not really. That they, is. Not not that they don't have not that they miss anyway. But very enjoyable experience this week. Make sure you guys tune into the Rewriters Room. Absolutely, and of course, uh, Meals has some some cool stuff coming up. We got Retro Diaries coming back pretty soon, right? Yeah, we're gonna have a Retro Diaries. I mean, we got one for the month of May. Um, we're recording it this weekend, so hopefully it'll be out sometime next week. So make sure you guys stay tuned to the Patreon so you get that because it's gonna be a really really good episode. The only hint I'll say is it's gonna be a 1999, which I've been talking about for a number of years now. So it's gonna be 1999. So make sure you tune in and make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. Get in the Patreon. Get into Discord. Get in everything and you know get it in where you can, man. All right. Uh, so for meals, I'm Justin. Thank you guys for listening to the A Show. And so until next week, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.